Friday! Today is Free Ride Friday, so make sure you hang on to the end of the episode to hear who won this week's free ride. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. This month, we're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course. It's step-by-step, and it's valued at $500 over at easycourse.co. But today, somebody's going to win it for free, and you have a chance to win every single Friday. All you got to do is leave us an iTunes rating and review. By leaving us a review, you enter the draw automatically for every week until you win. It's our way to say thanks for leaving us love on iTunes. All right, let's jump into today's episode. to the $100 MBA show because you need to get things done every single day. That's why we deliver daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, I'll be sharing tips on managing time zones with a remote team. Building a remote team is a real viable option for most businesses out there. We run a remote team and it's great. It has its challenges. One of them we're going to be talking about today, but it's totally doable if you have the systems in place. We literally have teammates all around the world. We're talking about Australia, Europe, Asia, the US. That means when I'm ready to go to bed, somebody's starting their day on our team. Well, how do you communicate with a team like that? How do you manage them? How do you run a well-oiled machine? We're not all in the same place, let alone in the same time zone. Well, we've been doing this for years, so I want to share with you what works, how to actually manage this so it works for you instead of against you. By having a remote team, you have an incredible advantage. You can hire the best talent for the best price because you're open to the world. But those time zones, they're a hurdle you're going to have to get over, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, how to do that. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is supported by Podia. Podia helps thousands of creators earn money from their passion. It's an all-in-one digital storefront that you can sell courses, memberships, and digital downloads in one place. It's the most creator-friendly platform on the market with zero transaction fees and a super-friendly 24-7 live support team, no matter what plan you're on. So they're going to take care of you even if you're just getting started. What's great about Podia is that it eliminates all the technical headaches. It takes care of every aspect of selling your course or membership or digital download. If you've got video courses, they do the video hosting for you. If you want an easy way to charge your members on a reoccurring basis for a membership, Podia takes care of it. If you want a secure way for people to download your products when they pay for them, they take care of that too. They also offer free migrations on their Shaker plan. Best of all, Podia puts their money where their mouth is. They have a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. So if you don't love it, you don't pay a penny. If you're looking to start an online course, sell any kind of digital product, or start a membership site, check them out and support the show by going to podia.com slash MBA. That's P-O-D-I-A dot com slash MBA. Like I mentioned at the start of the episode, we have teammates all over the world. And it seems like no matter what time of day, whether I'm awake or I'm asleep, somebody is trying to get a hold of me. 
Now, when we started running our team and running our company, Webinar Ninja, our software company, back in 2014, we soon realized we're going to lose our minds if we don't have some systems in place because I can't be on call 24-7. Just not feasible. So I'm going to share with you three main strategies you want to use when building your remote team to manage all these time zone conflicts. Literally, when I go to bed, whether it's 11 p.m., somebody's starting their day on our team at 7 a.m. There's people on our team that are still asleep because it's 5 a.m. Pacific. Crazy, I know, but it's still doable, and I'll show you how. The first principle you have to establish is that all your communication doesn't have to be all at the same time. You want to make sure the majority of your communication is asynchronous, meaning that you're not always going back and forth on a call or a chat message instantly. Instant chat is just not doable with a remote team. You have to have some systems to communicate asynchronously. It means if I send a message, if I put a note, if I ask for feedback, if somebody asks me a question, there's no expectation to get back to them immediately. You get to that person when it's your working hours. Now, some software really lends itself to helping you build a team like this, and some don't. So the don'ts first, let's get over the way, is Slack. Slack does not help you. It's instant message. It's a good way to hash out a problem and talk things out uh, when you're in the same kind of time zone range. We use Slack as a tool in our in our uh, company, but we don't use it for asynchronous communication. For that, we use something called Basecamp. Basecamp is a great software to you know post messages, get answers, share ideas, mark off to-dos, and do some planning and general communication that's not super urgent. If you're running your business properly, most of your communication should not be code red. It should be, hey, I can afford to wait 12 hours to get an answer. Code red is a phone call. That's really how it is for us in our company. So, Basecamp is a great way to kind of set up your team. It's about $100 a month uh, for unlimited team members, pretty affordable. There's another option called Twist. Uh, I know the guys from Todoist, Amir, who's the founder, uh, does a great job with this new software. And it's all about, you know, again, communicating asynchronously. By making sure, I would say, 80% of your communication, asynchronous communication, it's going to help you not worry about time zones as much as possible. For example, when I finish recording this podcast episode and I hit stop and hit save and upload it to the cloud, I will send a message to our editor, Carl. That message is in Basecamp. I send him a message in our $100 MBA podcast thread. It's actually called a campfire. It's like where everybody who works on the podcast is uh, living. And I'll throw him a message. Hey, Carl, I just finished this episode. You can find it at this link. Now, Carl might see that right now after I record and start working on it and give me a thumbs up. He may see it an hour from now. He might see it tomorrow. I'm not expecting an instant answer unless it's a code red, right? In that point, there's a message or a phone call that happens and code reds are few and far. But for the most part, again, I'm sending him a message. He's going to get back to it when he is done. So that's step one. Encourage and build in asynchronous communication in your team. Number two, when you're building out your team, even if you have a very small team, even if you have like three people on your team, think ahead. Make sure your departments, as much as possible, share at least four hours of time zone during their working hours. So for example, if you're running a software company and you're going to hire some developers, it's very helpful if you're going to hire developers in Europe 
to make sure you keep them in Europe or as much as possible Europe and the US because the time zone difference is within eight hours. It's about four hours overlap for working hours during the day. Why do I say that? Because within departments, they're going to need to work together. They're going to have to hash out some problems. They're going to have to go back and forth, have conversations, have video calls, have chats on Slack. And it's going to be important for as you're building your team to make sure you hire people within the same region that will share at least four hours together. So that means they have four hours to communicate with each other uh, on the same time zone. So say, for example, you're hiring somebody in sales and marketing. So hire somebody and you hire them in Australia. Make sure you hire people from Australia in that department again, or in New Zealand, or in Singapore, or in Thailand. That is all within the same range. Not in Hawaii, because you're crossing the prime meridian line, and they're in the other day, the previous day. So make sure that you group your departments as much as you can with a four-hour overlap in time zones, so they have at least four hours to work together during the day every day. Okay, but you might be thinking, Omar, I got to meet with my team. I got to speak to them. I have to, you know, project manage. I got to make sure that I evaluate them, all that kind of stuff. Yes, we do meet with our team on video calls. In fact, I meet with the development team twice a week. And we also have a development management meeting once a week. And Nicole meets with uh, our customer service manager once a week as well. So there are video calls that happen. Now, this is not going to be our situation forever. Uh, there's a few hires we're about to make very soon where I don't have to be in these meetings anymore. And when I make that hire, who do I think I'm going to be looking for? Somebody in the same time zone region as that department so they can run the meetings efficiently. Right now, those two days a week when I meet with the, with the dev team, I'm staying up late so I can meet with them. It's a sacrifice I'm making, but I'm not at least last piece of the puzzle. The last hire I got to make now is a director of product, and that person is going to lead those meetings instead of me. So third strategy, do meet on a regular basis. I say at least once a week with your teams, and this could be just a regular video call. It could be 30 minutes, and it's just a touch base. What have you done last week? What are you doing this week? Let's make sure we're hitting our deadlines. Why didn't we hit our deadlines? Hold people accountable. That's what we're talking about here. Of course, plan to replace yourself from doing these meetings so you're not killing yourself for you know years on end. Of course, you can promote somebody in that department to become a manager if that's something that they're good at and something that they're willing to do and happy to take on that promotion within that department and they're within the time zone range and you're good to go. But I do recommend as a third tip, as my third strategy to meet with your team on a video call for a minimum of 30 minutes once a week. I like to do twice a week because I like to touch base, touch base at the start of the week, like on Monday, and then again towards the end of the week on Thursday. So we got asynchronous time. We got to make sure that we're grouping our departments in uh, the right time zone range. So there's at least a four hour overlap with their working hours. And then we, of course, we have meet with them regularly And you're going to have to sacrifice at least once a week to get on a video call. Now, how do you schedule these calls to make sure that uh, it's convenient or it's within the hours of everybody? There's a great tool called World Time Buddy. It's so, so simple. There's a free version and there's a paid version. The paid version basically allows you to have more time zones where you can schedule calls and schedule uh, any kind of appointment and know exactly what time it is for every time zone. So you don't screw anything up. This is so easy to screw up. But with this, it makes it super simple. You can link to that time and you can set up a calendar invite with that time slot. So everybody knows what time the appointment is for their time zone. World Time Buddy, awesome app. 
Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. One of the first things you got to do when you start a business is acquire a business address. You needed to register your business. You needed to open up a business bank account. You even needed to register for email marketing. Yes, you need an address on the bottom of your email marketing newsletters. But if you work from home like a lot of us do, you don't want to put your home address and have your customers show up to your door. And you don't want to spend the extra money every single month on having a business office. This is where Earth Class Mail comes in. They hook you up with a swanky business address, and all the mail that gets sent there gets scanned and uploaded to your account in the cloud. That means you never have to check physical mail ever again. You could see it anywhere, anytime, from your phone or your laptop. Pretty cool. So cool. We signed up. We absolutely love it. And we've been using Earth Class Mail for over a year now. And Earth Class Mail wants to hook you up with a free month so you can get started with your business address. Just go to earthclassmail.com slash MBA month and use coupon code MBA month. Again, that's earthclassmail.com slash MBA month, coupon code MBA month. Guys, to wrap up today's lesson, running a remote team is great. You save money, you have great talent, you have a global team, meaning you're getting a global perspective on your product, so you make sure that you're catering to all kinds of customers, but it has its challenges when it comes to time zones. But use the strategies I uh, shared with you today to get the ball rolling and make sure that you maximize, you maximize the asynchronous time as much as possible. And trust me, your employees will love you for it because, hey, you hired them to do a job, whether it's a developer, a marketing person, a copywriter, a customer service agent. That's their superpower. The more time they do that and the less time they're in meetings, the better for you, the company, the product, the customer, and for them. So asynchronous time as much as possible of course you got to meet. And of course, they have to meet with their peers to make sure that they're within the same time zone range in their department. And then of course, uh, when you want to meet with them on a regular basis, make sure you do that at least once a week. We also do an all hands meeting, which is uh, once a month, everybody in the company. And that's a one hour meeting. And it's basically a chance for us to get to know each other on a personal time, uh, a personal basis, just to have some water cooler time, uh, just catch up, see how they're doing, you know, celebrate birthdays for that month, uh, maybe share some uh, updates and news about the company, share some wins, things like that. And that one is the hardest meeting to schedule, but it's only once a month. So uh, everybody across the board makes a little bit of sacrifice to make sure we can schedule time. That works for everybody. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson, but today's episode is not over because it's Free Ride Friday. I got to give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs, which is Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Gaviles. And Gaviles says, binge-worthy listen, five stars. I've heard of this podcast before, but decided to give it a try, a listen uh, over this weekend. I ended up binging on 10 episodes. Omar not only knows his stuff, he knows how to communicate what he knows. Well, thank you, Gaviles, for that awesome, awesome review. You are our Free Ride Friday winner. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can hook you up with the lifetime membership to Easy Course at $500 value. If you want to win a free ride, just leave us an iTunes rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw. Listen in on Friday to see if you won. You enter the draw automatically for every week until you win. Thanks again for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Make sure you hit subscribe on whatever you use to listen to podcasts, whether it's Spotify, whether it's uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, it doesn't matter. We're on everything. 
Hit subscribe so you get all our episodes automatically. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. If you don't decide to run a remote team, let's say you decide to build a team in a local office uh, in your local town, it doesn't mean you're not going to have any challenges when it comes to meetings and, and your staff and hiring and all that stuff. It comes with its own challenges. Just like remote teams have their own challenges. You're going to have to uh, choose from a very small pool of candidates because they have to be local. You are limited to the salary that you have to pay them because, hey, there's a certain uh, expectation and economy to that local area. Interruptions are a problem when you're in a physical office. So every business with every setup is going to have their own challenges. So don't think just because remote teams have these challenges that the other teams don't have challenges at all. Everybody got their own challenges they got to deal with. You just got to choose what fits best for your lifestyle and the kind of, and the kind of business you want to run. Thank you so much for listening. I'll check you in Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.